Welcome to the Kingdom Mandate. Join us each Saturday as we share empowering and equipping messages that reflect on the Kingdom of God according to His sovereign will for mankind to remain in His covenant order. Get your clarion call and follow us on Blog Talk Radio, Kingdom Empowerment, Inc. Welcome to the Kingdom Mandate. Join us each Saturday as we share empowering and equipping messages that reflect on the Kingdom of God according to His sovereign will for mankind to remain in His covenant order. Get your clarion call and follow us on Blog Talk Radio, Kingdom Empowerment, Inc.
Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Kingdom Mandate. And I'm joined here with um, myself, uh, Dr. Donna Ganey, and I'm also uh, joined here with Minister Belinda McKenzie. And we will also be uh, joined here shortly with uh, our dear sister Spencer Tyler as we share a kingdom mandated message on the Holy Bible. And uh, we will be talking about strange women of the Holy Bible. Today, our topic is focused on Prophetess Deborah, uh, her judgment for Israel um, in an hour of crisis. Um, but, but before we begin, I want to ask Minister Belinda, can you please open us up in prayer? Yes, ma'am. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come before thy throne room, God, in boldness, but in humility. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you fine. Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come before you boldly, God, as heirs to your throne, God. We ask you, God, Father, the Yamo Sandariaki, God, as heirs, Lord, to your kingdom, God. Jesus, we ask, God, that you be in the midst of us, Lord. God, give us clear understanding of your word, Father. Your wisdom and your knowledge, God, we come before you, God, to hear what thus says the Spirit to the church, Lord Father. We thank you, Lord God Almighty, Father, for this, uh, for your presence, God. We thank you for, God, the assembly of your saints to come together on this topic, God, of Deborah. Lord Father, we ask you, Lord God, be in the midst, God. And Diablo Jesus. We ask you, Lord God, Almighty God, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Bless the Lord. And um, today, again, we're going to be talking about uh, Deborah, the prophetess of uh, the book of Judges. And uh, and we're going to come out of Judges number four. And let's look a little bit, uh, you know, as to why she would have been, uh, called a judge at that time in Israel. Um, most of you probably already know that, uh, or, uh, you know, very learned in the word of God, uh, judges receive his name from the Hebrew word shofetim. And the root meaning of shofetim is to govern, to judge. So the judges were uh, various deliverers, uh, you know, as we know, Gideon was one of those. Um, we know Samson was one of the judges. And um, they were like, the, the you know, champion. Um, they were sent there for a time to champion their people in the time of crisis. And at the time of uh, Deborah coming forward, Israel was in crisis. Uh, they were facing the challenges of the bondage to a system that was not uh, set up by God, that was not their original uh, mandate, uh, you know, mandated a place to be in that season for God, you know, as God had ordained for them. Um, they just happened to get caught up into um, different uh, places and times 
by not uh, seeking the Lord for direction on which way to go. So they are not only that, they begin to also walk into certain um, patterns that they were not designed to be in, such as worshiping idols, um, following into the hands of the Midianites and the Philistines, um, you know, basically being enslaved uh, to them. They were fearful of them. And so God sends forth his judges to wake them up, to shake up uh, their mindset and uh, take them away from the darkness and bring them back into the stage of light again under his kingdom mandated order. So I'm going to read uh, from first of all in the book of Judges 4 uh, to see what is going on um, with the Israelites and then we can paint a clear picture and uh, as we normally do when we're studying the Holy Bible, we like to go through the full context. And in this case, I'm reading from the King James Version, Judges chapter 4. And the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord when Ehud was dead. And the Lord uh, sold them into the hand of Jabin, king of Canaan, the, the reign in Hazar, and the captain of whose host was Caesarea, which dwelt in Harosheth of the Gentiles. And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, for he had 900 chariots of iron, and 20 years he mightily oppressed the children of Israel. And Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of uh, Lepidoth, she judged Israel at that time, and she dwelt under a palm tree of Deborah, between Ramah and Bethel in Mount Ephraim. And the children of Israel came to her for judgment. And she sent and called Barak, the son of Abinion, out of uh, Kadesh of Naphtali, and said unto him, Hath not the Lord God of Israel commanded, saying, Go and draw toward Mount Tabar, and take with thee 10,000 men of children of Naphtali and of the children of Zebulon, and I will draw unto thee to the river Kishon Sisera, the captain of Jabon's, uh, Jabin's army, which his chariots and his multitude, and I will deliver him into thine hand. And Barak said unto her, If thou wilt go with me, then I will go. But if thou wilt not go with me, then I will not go. And she said, I will surely go with thee, notwithstanding the journey that thou takest shall not be for thine honor. For the Lord shall sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. And Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kadesh. And Barak called Zebulon and Naphtali to Kadesh, and he went up with 10,000 men at his feet, and Deborah went up with him. Now Heber, the Kenite, which was of the children of Hobab, the father-in-law of Moses, had uh, suffered himself from the Kenites and pitched his tent unto the plain of Zanam, which is by Kadesh. And they shewed Sisera the, that Barak, the son of Abinam, was gone up to Mount Tabar. <clears throat> and Sisera gathered together all his chariots 
with 900 chariots of iron and all the people that were with him from Harasheth of the Gentiles into the river of Kishon. And Deborah said unto Barak, Up, for this is the day in which the Lord hath delivered Sisera into thine hand. Is not the Lord gone out before thee? So Barak went down from Mount Tabor, and 10,000 men after him, and the Lord discomfited Sisera and all his chariots and all his hosts with the edge of the sword before Barak, so, so that Sisera lighted down off his chariot and fled away on his feet. But Barak pursued after the chariots and after the hosts unto Herosheth of the Gentiles, and all the hosts of Sisera fell upon the edge of the sword, and there was not a man left. Howbeit Sisera fled away on his feet to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber the Kenite, for there was there was peace between Jabin the king of Hazar and the house of Heber the Kenite. And Jael went in, out to meet Sisera and said unto him, Turn in, my lord, turn in to me, fear not. And when he had turned in unto her in, in to the tent, she covered him with a mantle. And he said unto her, Give me, I pray thee, a little water to drink, for I am thirsty. And she opened the bottle of milk and gave him drink and covered him. Again he said unto her, Stand in the door of the tent, and it shall be, when any man doth come and inquire of thee, and say, Is there any man here that thou shalt say no? Then Jael Helber's wife took a nail of the tent, and took a hammer in her hand, and went softly unto him, and smote the nail into his temples, and fastened it unto the ground, for he was fast asleep and weary, so he died. And behold, as Barak pursued Sisera, Jael came out to meet him, and said unto him, Come, and I will show thee the man whom thou seekest. And when he came into her tent, behold, Sisera lay dead, and the nail was in his temples. So God subdued on that day Jabin, the king of Canaan, before the children of Israel. And the hand of the children of Israel prospered and prevailed against Jabin, the king of Canaan, until they had destroyed Jabin, king of Canaan. And, and uh, you know, uh, Deborah, uh, prophetess Deborah, is a very profound uh, person of the Bible because um, she was serving as a prophetess or a judge at the time when, um, you know, women just were not thought to be put into those type of positions. Um, and she was hearing from the Lord because she was saying, and the Lord uh, sold into the hand of Jabin, king of Canaan, the the reign of Hazard. Well, well, she goes on, I mean, I'm sorry, prophetess Deborah, when she is talking to him, she's telling him, uh, Barak, the son of Abinim, out of um, Kadesh Naphtali, and said unto him, Have not the Lord God of Israel commanded, saying, Go and draw toward Mount Tabor and take uh, three 
I'm sorry, the 10,000 men of the children of Nephtali out of the children of Zebulun, and I will draw unto thee the river of Kashan Sisera, the captain of Jabin's army, with his chariots and his multitude, and I will deliver him into thine hand. And, you know, she uh, prophesies all of this before time, and she says, And Barak said unto her, If thou will go, I will go with thee, but if thou will not go, then I will not go. And she said, I will surely go with thee, notwithstanding the journey that thou takest uh, shall not be for thine honor, for the Lord shall sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. So she prophesied this before it occurred. So definitely uh, she was hearing from the Lord and whatever she was saying surely came to pass. Um, Minister Belinda, what did the Lord show you uh, in regards to um, this uh, context that we've been reading on Judges chapter 4? Again, we're talking about strange women of the Bible. Go ahead. What I saw was, you know, when you said that uh, 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 they were not in a familiar a setting, not ordained by God. But any time that Israel went into captivity, it was because they sinned. They started moving away from God and serving after idols. And God would send them and let uh, kingdoms put them in captivity. But here, you know, I like when she says, hasn't the Lord told you? So God was already telling him to go. Deborah was just confirming what God had, was telling this man to do. I don't know why he said, if you don't go with me, I won't go. And uh, uh, But she said she would go, so she went with him. But then the Lord mm-hmm. said that he wouldn't obtain it by his honor, that it would be given to him by a woman. Yeah. You know, so, um, and I'll say this, you know, uh, according to the word of God, that's why a lot of times I just accept God's word as it is. Um, I I didn't go, grow up with the Bible, so I didn't have any preconcepts. You know, I didn't know the spirit of God. So it was a new revelation that God was real. And to know that was like, okay, all this stuff that they say about the Bible, you know, but as far as like reading it myself, no. So I had no preconcepts of man's traditions. You hear what I'm saying? And so about Deborah, I had gained uh, from being in the churches, hearing these traditions and, and being a woman. And, and hearing God tell me things and by his spirit, giving me revelation and knowledge. And some of these, these, you know, God called this woman, Deborah, as a prophetess, a judge, a counselor. She was also a wife to a, 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 a man in the Bible. She was also a wife. So she held many positions. But that didn't stop God from calling her. And I'm only going in reverence to God. See, God called her. <laughs> but, uh, and, and when I read this, I said, well, Lord, I took it, God called it. Because he said it. 
and he ordained her to do these things. No less than that, you know, than he ordained uh, uh, children to be kings over Israel. But uh, uh, when she gave that word, it came from the Lord. So we know that God cannot tell a lie. So what was prophesied would come to pass. And sure enough, when he ran, you can't, uh, I get the greatness of God's word. And the mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, the honesty, there's a word that you use, Donna, a lot. Uh, it's uh, uh, the, oh, almost yeah. like it's the dignity of God. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that God is true to his word. And and grasping a hold to that is so powerful because before they tread it, God already told them the beginning and the end, that he would give them victory and that God would go before him, before them, and that this woman was, would, that it would be given by this woman. She killed that king. So it's like God doesn't have the limitations that we do. He doesn't have put people in boundaries. Mm -hmm. I've heard, you know, I heard one person told me in anger, (laughs) in anger to intimidate me. And this is a person that is a friend and I love him, but he's a minister. And he said, Mm -hmm. women ain't going to war. They didn't participate. Well, that's a lie. Mm -hmm. Women kill... Women were warriors. Yeah. That's our limitation. I've heard, you know, uh, women cannot do this, women cannot do that. That's not the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. Yes, we all have boundaries according to God's word. Not man, but the spirit of God. And... and uh, You know, and then uh, God gave him the victory. He said that not, not one of their people died. Not one person was lost. Not one person was killed. And that in itself is very powerful. If we can get a hold to what God says, when we are in alignment with God, we will not suffer loss. Mm-hmm. But That's you have wrong. to hear. You have to hear what God is saying. That's your alignment. That's the word that God's given you. Now, if you don't line up with it, you can suffer loss. Yeah. They had to, you know, there's times people suffer loss and they say, well, they stop serving God. He gave us free will. Deborah had free will, too. And she could have not went with the man. She could have not. I don't know why he said, I'm not going without you when God was telling him to go. You know, but she went along. She went. But, uh, but, uh, you know, a lot of people get offended, offended those that are in the tradition and what I'll say. 
but I don't limit God. I believe what he says. If he wants to use a child, he can. If he wants to use a woman, he can. If he wants to use whoever he wants, he used a goat. I'm not a goat, um, a donkey. And, and and so I don't I don't have a problem with what he said. If if you go in this word, there's women being used all the time from the Old Testament to the in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. And I, when I look, mm-hmm. yeah, when I looked up on the uh, on the uh, computer, and I went to you know I typed in Deborah, you know, and all that, a lot of stuff came up. And some of it was very lined up with the word of God. And some of it went off and left 40. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't, uh, I didn't read in here that Deborah's name meant B. I didn't read in here. And one person actually said, if you call yourself a prophetess, you're of the devil. Now, you're going to tell God mm-hmm. that he called this woman a prophetess. She's of the devil. You told God that God didn't know what he was doing. That's a oh, very wow. arrogant you know, because that's what you're saying. Here, God called this woman a prophetess, and there's others in here. And you're gonna say, if you call, if God's called you a prophetess, you're a devil. Now you can call yourself, and you'll not be of God. But we quote God as the same God yesterday, today, and tomorrow. You think God is calling people to be prophetess or prophets? Yes. But it's we're talking about God call. We're not talking about people calling themselves. There's a difference. You know, I think a lot of times um, the word of God in itself, um, people tend to reject the truth of the word of God because of their own uh, self (laughs) and what they want to and what they want to receive out of it for them themselves or their agenda or purpose. Mm -hmm. But as as you know, the Bible says the Bible says in uh, Galatians three twenty four. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and it, and it's all about having the right faith in God, mm-hmm. because uh, I'm I want to start from 24. Typically, most people will start at 28, but I want to start from 24. There was a transition that took place here. It said, "Wherefore, mm-hmm. for the law was our schoolmaster to bring mm-hmm. us unto Christ, that we might be justified by faith." But uh-huh. after that. Faith is come. We are no longer under a schoolmaster. For ye are all children of God, but by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you have been baptized unto Christ, have put on Christ. And there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. And now, if ye be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So now, um, again, uh, a lot of people will reject the word of God, but, you know, certain scriptures of the word of God. But Jesus Christ is the word. So if you begin to reject any part of it, it's like you are rejecting Christ and you you you're taking the putting the open hole in in one hand and saying this part I reject 
And can we do that when we want the wholeness of Christ to be a part of our life? I don't think so. I don't think we can do that according to the word of God. We have to take the fullness in the truth and spirit of God and receive it according to his sovereign will. Now, for whatever reason, God made Deborah a prophetess um, at that time. I just, I know um, in some of the Hebrew historical writings, uh, Deborah was a a week maker who, um, you know, the Bible says in the the law, it said to uh, allow uh, a light, light to be lit for a perpetual, um, perpetually in the temple, and so she was she was a maker of wicks uh, for the the uh, temple, you know, and she made uh, thick ones so that it, you know it would last longer. The light the light would last longer. So I, I don't know why God uh, Himself chose Deborah, but what we do know uh, that she was one of the judges, and the Bible does say in um, verse 4 that she was a prophetess, and I believe that if uh, it was not meant to be that she was a prophetess, I believe it would have been left out of the word of God, considering the traditional beliefs uh, of, of, um, uh, you know, the world uh, order, uh, for you, for the past years, you know, it w- nobody would have wanted a woman to be in a, a, a leadership role or in a position of authority at any point. Um, so I believe they would have left it out. But for some reason, God made sure that it remained in the Bible. So I believe that we have to accept what the Lord says and move forward and say, thank you, Lord, you know. Uh, she judged Israel at that time, is what it says. She judged Israel at that time, and she, and and God made it a point uh, to make sure that it was known that she sat under a palm tree. Now, what what is the significance of a of a palm tree? A palm tree, you know, the wind blows, it it may uh, bend over, but it doesn't uproot. It doesn't change. It doesn't shift. The palm tree remains rooted. Uh, Deborah was sitting by the palm tree judging Israel. The children of Israel came to her for judgment, according to what the Bible says. Now, um, how she judged Israel uh, is of great importance because, again, they were in crisis. They were in bondage to a system out of fear of of the um, Sisera who, who had all of these chariots, he had things, you know, big things to put fear in people, you know. He had all of this uh, big, uh, you know, things that can destroy people. So um, they feared it. And because of that, you know, God is saying to Deborah that the people who she's, he have given to judge, give them this message. And who is who is Barack? Barack was, according to the historical writing, Barack was her husband. And so he's joined with her. He knows her uh, relationship with God, obviously, because he's willing to trust what she has said. And he moved forward on it. And Barack is of the tribe of Naphtali, of the children of Naphtali. And so he's going to them, and, and he 
uh, stirs him up by the word of the Lord, not that he believes the tribe of Naphtali even believes the word that is coming from Deborah. She has obviously some authority and have released some words in that environment that has proven that she is a prophetess. And so they're believing it. Zebulun believes it. And they all go out together as a multitude um, against uh, Kishon uh, Sisera. I mean, against Sisera, the captain of Jabin's army. So they're going out, and uh, just as Deborah said it, it came to pass because he was delivered into the hands of jail. And then it's not like Deborah ran all the way to where jail was and said, jail, do this and do that when Sisera came because it wasn't written that way. It's like when he came, jail, uh, the Lord had uh, uh, positioned her to fulfill the role that she was established to do. And and we can see that in this Judges chapter four, which is it's um it's a an amazing um histor- historical uh translation of what happened with De- Prophetess Deborah and uh, Jael and Barak as they uh, you know were faithful uh to follow through with what the Lord had given them to do to free and deliver Israel who was under uh, siege again to a system that was not of God. And we have this um, king destroy, this king of Canaan, the Canaanites, in which God told them to go before to possess the land of the Canaanites because Canaan was the promised land. So it was just and they were fulfilling the will of God going forward. Um, do you have anything else you want to say about this particular part of the uh, scripture? Um, uh, yeah, right. it took a lot of courage for that woman to do that. You know, when I hear it where she took that nail, drove it in its head, That's that's a lot of, you know, I look at it at myself. There's no way I could do that unless God be with me. To drive a nail on someone's head mm. and, and not be afraid, and, you know. But God can do all things through us if we just submit ourselves to the Spirit of God. You know, I just like that, he, you know, God chose us. And uh, my heart according to the, to the word of God. Because I ask, Lord, show me who you are. I want to know who you are. I didn't go to this person and that person. I went to God. If he's Lord and, and, and God of the whole universe, and nothing was created by, by anybody but God, why would I not go to God to know him? If I wanted to know Sister Donna, I wouldn't take it by second hand. I go to Donna. I would learn who Donna was. So to see God in his word and what he said to me privately in spirit, he showed me in his word. There, there's no bound color in God's word. That's man's mess. There's no boundaries of people. That's man. Amen. As those, as those that are willing to hear, obey, and follow God's word that made God 
Lord and the Savior. So it enlightened my body and my spirit inside that was damaged. And all of that junk fell off of me, you know, because he's freedom. And then he tells people that are in bondage that go, you know, and they're going to, they're going to gain their freedom and their access to that promised land. You know, there's, it, it's a faithful uh, uh, story in this Bible of Deborah, of the king, and that God went before them. Uh, and, and you have to remind yourself, no matter the situation you face, if you're a child of God, it, it doesn't matter how powerful those that come against you, what system is against you. Mm-hmm. Nothing can stop the will of God. Nothing, nothing can conquer the word of God. Just follow his direction. And just like she gave that word, that she gave what God said, not what Deborah thought, but only what God said. And God performed his word because he gave it to her to give to the others, to give to the king and tell him, that we're going in and God is going to subdue this, 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 uh, this kingdom and by a hand of a woman. And that's exactly what happened. And they lost nothing. And when mm-hmm. I read it, but constantly, and we this word, he will talk to us personally. And, and, and every time I'm directed, whether it's, Sister Donna, we're going to read this. I looked at Deborah. I'm a female. Whether When I look at the men, I can relate to that too because I have sons. I've had males in my life. There's no limitation in God. We are the limitation. Yeah. But I, uh, the fact that God pronounced the word and then he, he went before them. They didn't even have to fight. Let me see. Let me show I'm saying this. They fought, well, but nothing. No, they, they they did fight with his army, but they, you know oh, they, they didn't have to fight with him. <laughs> no, it was no struggle when it came to ending. Um, you know his. Um, yeah. Kingship in the earth. You know his his uh, position that he had in the earth. It's a free victory of, of fighting and then obtaining it. And only because God went before them. It's peace in knowing and, that. And, and the Lord makes a point to say that it's a chariots of iron, chariots of iron, that he had yeah. 900 chariots of iron. And all the people that were with him from uh, Herosheth, of the Gentiles unto the rivers of Kashan. So um, they were, again, they were fighting against Gentiles. Um, They were fighting against, in which according to uh, Genesis chapter 10, um, let me just venture there a little bit to get a clear understanding of what's going on here. Let me get to it real quick. Genesis chapter 10. Who 
who were these uh, generations that they were battling against? Um, a lot of times people say, oh, that doesn't make any difference, but I, to God it made a difference because he made sure that he explained identity in the Bible, you know. Huh? Um, he has a reason and a purpose for that, and it, it's good to understand God's sovereign will, what his purpose and reasoning is, instead of our own selfish indulgence of his word. Uh, Genesis chapter 10, it says, Now these are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and unto them were the sons born after the flood. And the sons of Japheth were Gomer, and Magog, and Madah, and Javan, and Tubal, and Meshech, and Tyrus. And as we know, along the line, a lot of these names changed and were transliterated um, when they adapted to the languages of uh, some of the people because the original uh, language was in the Aramaic language. And the son of Gomer, Ashkenaz, Raphet, and Togorma. And the sons of Javan, Elisha, and Torshish, Kittim, and Dodanum. But these were the isles by these were the isles of the Gentiles divided unto their lands, everyone after his tongue and after their family and in their nations. So the Gentiles were primarily the children of Japheth. Okay? Mm-hmm. And um, so it, these are the ones that... Um, you know that is speaking of as, as a, of the Gentiles that they're coming against in the mm-hmm. book of Judges, chapter four. Um, so why is it important that God is explaining? You know that they're coming against the Midianites. Why why were they coming against the Philistines? Why were they fighting against the uh, Gentiles unto uh, the river of Cushon? Uh, it's good to go deeper and to get revelation of that, but we won't uh, go to that part at this time because we're trying to uh, stay focused on uh, the prophetess Deborah for this um, particular programming that we have today. And so, and Deborah um, is talking to, again, uh, prophesying uh, to Barak again in 14, and she's telling him, to I guess she said up. I guess she's saying, Wake up, Barack. <laughs> you know, you sleeping right now. You went back into your days again and now it's time this is the day, for this is the day in which the Lord hath delivered Sisera into thine hand. Is not the Lord gone out before thee? So Barak went down from Mount Tabor and ten thousand men after him. So it's like uh, it's not like you know she's telling him what to do, and and he's going out and doing it. And it's not like he's looking at her disgruntled. Um, Deborah, like Deborah, who are you? You you're just a woman. How can you tell me to go and do this? No, he's not doing that. But what he understands is that this uh, Deborah, the prophetess Deborah, the judge of Israel, Deborah, he's being obedient and submissive to the will of God. He's not trying to 
um, you know, rationalize, should I listen to this and should I? No, no, no. He realizes that there's a relationship here this woman has with God, and he's willing to move on it because he, he's not questioning the authority of God. And he understands uh, the nature of the Lord because he said for this, it says, for this is the day in which the Lord had delivered Sisera into thine hand. Is not the Lord gone out before thee? So Barak went down from Mount Tabor and 10,000 men after him. So again, Naphtali is is uh, following and moving based on what is being said. Uh, you know, Zebulon is moving based on what uh, Deborah is saying. They know there's something about this uh, Deborah that is unique and, and that is different, that is functioning after the order of kingdom mandate of God, and they're willing to move on it and do what she's saying because they know that when God is speaking, that he will deliver. And the Lord discomfited Sisera and all his chariots and all his hosts with the edge of the sword before Barak. So Sisera lighted down off his chariot and fled away on his feet. Now, to bring what they were fearful of all the way down to the submission of accepting that they had, that they, Sisera accepting that he had no more authority in that land to run away from it. They had to listen to what Deborah was saying in order to to be able to get there to do it. And for them to do that, she must have, you know, the, they say in uh, the Mizdress, they said that she was a woman of fire or a fiery woman, meaning she must have been speaking with some uh, uh, force or power of authority. Coming from God, of course, not from herself, but coming from the heavens, coming from our Abba Father. And so they listened to it, and and, and uh, there was victory in, in this uh, Judges chapter 4, which is powerful. When we look at, if we were to break it down a little, had to, have time to break it down into deeper, um, you know, context, it would be great. But... Uh, because of the sake of time, we won't do that today. Um, Minister Belinda, do you have any final words that you would like to share on this Judges chapter 4 before we move into chapter 5? I just want to correct something I said. They did fight, but on, and God went before them, but on verse 16, at the end part, it says, uh, the host of Sesera fell upon the edge of the sword and there was not a man left. Yeah. That's I mean, powerful. <laughs> yeah. One. When God sent them, they fought and not one person, none were left. Only the king that ran. And the fact that God knew who was going to be left. Because he tells the end. And that the honor will be given to a woman. And she would kill the last, the king. So they, you know, I corrected, I meant to say it in that manner. But yes, Yes, you know, like you said, she she was given that authority by God and given that word by God. Yes, yes. 
If you're in tune with the spirit of God, you'll know when it's God. He says, my sheep will know my voice and follow no other. They're not going to follow another voice. If an eight-year-old came to me and said, Sister Wanda, God has said, and I know that that's the spirit of God, I'll follow what that eight-year-old says. Amen. Amen. Humility and meekness will take us a long way in the kingdom of God. Yeah. Humility and meekness, um, because a lot of times we tend to uh, judge people by the outer features. We judge by uh, so many different things because, you know, they they judge Jesus Christ. Um, he, he didn't walk on the earth the same way that the Pharisees did. You know, the Pharisees had that outer look. They had that outer presence. Uh, that they had portrayed before the people for years, and people thought that that that's what God must look like, you know. And so G- here's Jesus coming, and he's coming in differently. He's a carpenter, uh, carpenter. He's a carpenter's son. He's you know he he hasn't been sitting in the the temple all his life learning like they did, you know. Um, yet he went into the temple at the age of 12 and he taught them and they forgot about him. He comes back again and, and, you know, and he's still able to come into the temple and speak with boldness and never have been learned of the word like they were in the physical. He was, he, the Holy ghost was his teacher in the earth and, and he was speaking by the Holy ghost and they, cause they all consistently said he spoke with boldness. But, you know, um, the way that the uh, man has been trained to think for so many years that uh, sometimes I just think that a lot of times we'll miss, we can miss what God is doing in a particular hour to bring people out of crisis. Um, We hope that... uh, that through the word of God that people will learn and that they will listen and grow in the things of God and also repent unto the things of God by his word in Jesus' name. Um, in the book of Judges 5, it gets a little deeper, um, not a little, a lot of deeper. Uh, but in that first um, sentence alone, it says, Then sang Deborah and Barak the son of mm-hmm. Abinadab on that day saying. So it wasn't just Deborah singing. This is Barak. He He's giving praise as well. But it says, Praise ye the Lord for the avenging of Israel when the people willingly offered themselves. Hear, O you kings. Give ear, O ye princes. I, even I, will sing unto the Lord. I will sing praise to the Lord God of Israel. Lord, uh-huh. when thou wentest out of Seir, when thou marchest out of the field of Edom, the earth trembled and the heavens dropped, and the clouds also dropped water. Wow. And the mountains uh-huh. melted from before the Lord, even that Sinai from before the Lord God of Israel. In the day of Shamgar, the son of Anath, in the days of Jael, the highways were occupied, and the travelers walked through byways, and the inhabitants of the village ceased. They ceased in Israel 
until that I, Deborah, arose, and I arose a mother in Israel. They Mm -hmm. chose new gods. Then was war in the gates. Was there a shield or a spear seen among the 40,000s in Israel? Wow, they didn't... (laughs) That's some that's some serious stuff right there. That, that you know, showing that God delivered them. My heart is toward the governors of Israel that offered themselves willingly among Play the people. That. Bless ye the mm-hmm. Lord. Speak ye that ride on white asses, ye that sit in judgment and walk by the way. They that are delivered from the noise of orchards and the places of drawing water, there shall they rehearse the righteous acts of the Lord, even the righteous acts toward the inhabitants of his villages in Israel. Then shall the people of the Lord go down to the gates. Awake, awake, Deborah, awake, awake, utter a song, arise, Barak. And lead thy captivity captive, thou son of Benham. Then he made him that remaineth have dominion over the nobles among the people. The Lord made me have dominion over the mighty. Out of the out of Ephraim was there a root of them against Amalek, after thee Benjamin among thy people, out of Mechar came down governors, and out of Zebulun, they that handled the pen of the writer. And the princes of Issachar were with Deborah, even Issachar, and also Barak. He was sent on foot into the valley, for the divisions of Reuben were great thoughts of heart. Why abodest thou among the sheepfolds to hear the bleeding of the flocks? For the division of Reuben, there were great searching of heart. Gilead abode beyond the Jordan. And why did Dan remain in ships? Asher continued on the seashore and abode in in his breaches. Zebulun and Naphtali were a people that uh, jeoparded their lives unto the death in the high places of the field. The kings came and fought. Then fought the kings of Canaan and, and Tanakh by the waters of Megiddo. They took no gain of money. They fought from heaven, and the stars in their courses fought against Sisera. The rivers of Kishon swept them away, the ancient river, the river Kishon. O oh, my soul, thou hast trodden down strength. Then were the horse horse hoofs broken by the means of the prancing, the prancing of the mighty one. Curse ye Meraz, said the angel of the Lord. Curse ye bitterly the inhabitants thereof, because they came not to help of the uh, help of the Lord, to the help of the Lord against the mighty. Blessed above Women shall jail the wife of Heber, the Kenite be. Blessed shall she be above women in the tent. He asked water, and she gave him milk. She brought forth butter in a lordly dish. 
She put her hand to the nail, her right hand to the workman's hammer, and her hammer, she smote Sisera. She smote off his head, and she had pierced and stricken through his temples. At her feet he bowed, he fell, he laid down. At her feet he bowed, he fell where he bowed, there he fell down dead. The mothers of Sisera looked out at a window and cried through the lattice. Why is his chariot so long in coming? Why tarry the wheels of his chariot? Her wise ladies answered her, yea. She returned, answered to herself. Have they not sped? Have they not divided the prey? To every man a damsel or two. To Sisera a prey of diverse colors. A prey of diverse colors of needlework. A diverse colors of needlework of both sides. Meet for the necks of them that took the spoil. So let all thine enemies perish, O Lord. But let them that love him be as the sun when he goeth forth in his might. And the land had rest 40 years. Wow. That's a whole lot of uh, deep revelation there. And, you know, one of the things that I'm getting out of this as well, besides the story of what happened, uh, the history of what happened to Sisera, um, and how Sisera went down, we can also see that uh, Deborah and and Barak is uh, giving some admonishment to the other tribes of Israel that kind of sit back and didn't participate um, in uh, going out. And, you know, she, and how, what their stance was, what the uh, tribe's stance was as far as going uh, to war against Sisera at that time. Um, so it looks like, you know, they're kind of trying to say, you know, educating Israel, look, uh, you know, you didn't put your trust in God and, and here's what the outcome was. And uh, she, they kind of say, you know, she's saying to uh Dan, uh, Dan, you went out. You decided to remain out and on the ships. You you should have been there, you know. Um, and it all it's just one that an angel of the Lord gave a revelation, and it, it was times that she was sleeping, and the Lord is saying, "Wake up, Deborah, wake up, <laughs> you know, awake, mm-hmm. awake, you know." Um, and she wakes up, and she begins to uh, release the prophetic. And and then they move into action. Um, you know, the and it looks like uh, Israel was quite vexed in the beginning uh, before they went out. It, it doesn't look like they were they were happy because we're looking at how she's talking to the tribes, how she's relating to them in in this. Uh, not not just her again, Barack. It says Deborah and Barack's song. So, um, mm-hmm. what, what would you like to say about this? It's a whole lot of uh, in-depth uh, revelation and all of this. It's a whole lot in there. You know, her and uh, Barack. You know, they and the son of of 
his name. But they praised God. You know, they praised him for the victory that he gave them. And there's a, there's a power in praising God before and through and after. Uh, and uh, But that word willingly twice. And they went. On verse second, on five, it says, "Praise ye the Lord for event for the avenging of Israel." Yeah. When people willingly offered themselves, they willingly went, and it says it again down in there. But I mean, uh, when she told the king, you know, that he was supposed to go, but in his mind, mm-hmm. I don't know what was going on with him, but he said he wouldn't go unless she went. And then he did go. Mm-hmm. And followed willingly, you know. And the other, there was a lot, it says a lot of division amongst the children of Israel. And, yeah. uh, you know, and then he said he cursed them. The angel of the Lord cursed. But, I, you know, I, it, I was told that uh, well, the person asked, uh, uh, the king asked her for water. But then here comes the revelation why she gave him. Not water, but milk. Yeah. On 24, blessed above shall the wife, I can't pronounce these names hardly. But this mm-hmm. wife was above the women. She, it, and it says, blessed shall she be above women in the tent. Yeah. He asked for butter, but she gave him milk. She brought forth butter in a lordly dish. There hadn't been a reason why she didn't give him water, but she gave him in a lordly dish and put the nail in his head. But, you know, being willingly to do something before God and following the direction that he does give those that he talks to of the Spirit of God, it, it's it's powerful because then you can see the hand of God move. It moves in obedience. It moves in willingness to do, willingness to hear, willingness to follow the direction. Yeah. And then it tells you don't. He, the angels cursing them because they didn't. And why were they in division? We know division is not of God. But yet those that are glorifying God and following his directions, there's a and praising him, giving him thanks for who he is. Mhm. You know, praising him when you don't see it. There's scriptures that says that. That's obedience. Praise me at all yeah. times. It's just good times. God says praise him. That's that's a direction. But they they you know they were told. It says here, O kings, give ear, O prince. He leaves nobody out. I am reading three. I even I will sing unto the Lord. I will sing praises to the Lord God of Israel. Are you telling the kings, the prince, all the people? Somebody could have said, well, 
You don't have to give me directions. I'm saying what I want to. Or because mm. you have a Well, I ain't got the sign. But God says sing. All to sing and give praise. It's just a lot in there. It's a lot in there. I like verse nine. It says, "A heart and, is." And, uh-huh. uh huh. And and you know, in um, verse um, ten, you know, I'm going to just read from a, a uh-huh. different version as well. It says, "Seek, seek you who ride uh, on white donkeys, and judges of fire." And who walk along the road, the road, far from the noise of orchards among the watering places. There they shall recount their righteous acts of the Lord. Mm-hmm. He says to the nobles, like to the nobles, you know. Mm-hmm. God help us. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God! It's a very deep song and a very uh, deep revelation in the in the song as well of what yeah. uh, Deborah and uh, Barack is saying. But one of the things that I catches my glimpse is the power of God in all of this, you know, because it shows that um, God it rained that day. And I mean, to do a battle in an open field or even not an open field is not an easy task. But um, mm-hmm. the Lord is painting a picture here of what it was like for them to fight against Sisera. And obviously it was not going to be an evil, uh, easy battle because uh, they were on chariots of arm with arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, while the they are they have weapons, you know, because um, in the book of Judges, in some parts, it's revealed that even uh, Israel was making weapons for the for um, the enemy. You know, they were mm-hmm. blacks making weapons for the enemy. While mm-hmm. while while as they didn't have their own weapons, and so mm-hmm. they were fighting without weapons. In this, you know, he says in the eight, uh, they chose new gods. They wore, uh, was war in the gates. Uh, was, oh, I'm, am I in, okay. Was there a shield or a spear seen among 40,000 in Israel? There was not a shield or a spear, mm-hmm. you know? So they didn't mm-hmm. have all of these, um, these uh, things. And they, they were looking, you know, they were also using, their own, I mean, the other the other side, they had their, you know, strange gods that they were tied to, you know, that they were using in war. And then was war in the gates, you know. It says, my heart is toward the governors of Israel that offer themselves willingly among the people. Bless ye the Lord. Speak ye that ride on white house, white asses or white donkeys, ye that sit in judgment and walk by the way. Uh, they that are delivered from the noise of the orchards, meaning they had like bows, right? In the mm-hmm. places of drawing water, they shall uh, 
there shall they rehearse the righteous acts of the Lord, even the righteous acts toward the inhabitants of his village of Israel. Then shall the people of the Lord go down to the gates. And and so he's, um, you know, reminding Deborah to wake up because, you know, even if you do have uh, any kind of gift or uh, any kind of gift from God, it doesn't mean that the body doesn't become weary or tired, you know, it's showing that she, she's still, uh, though, even though that she has, um, she's strong, she's able to, uh, judge Israel. There is a point of time where, you know, uh, the body still is, is functional. Uh, it doesn't stop its functionality just because you have those gifts or that you have um, the Holy Spirit or Holy Ghost in you. But uh, the Bible, you know, you you know yourself that the Holy Ghost will wake you up um, at, a mm-hmm. point, at a point in time that you know, danger, danger, you know, get up and uh, seek the face of the Lord or uh, he will be, uh, you know, reminding you to look into the word, to to be revived or to be woke up to in certain ways for certain reasons at given times. So here he's, she's saying she's taking remembrance in her song. And, you know, as you are talking and pondering with God, there will be certain things that will resurface that happen where God delivered you or where God yeah. uh, showed you things. And he, so she's taking remember this, where you, the Lord is telling her, awake, awake, Deborah, awake, awake, yeah. utter a song. And um, mm-hmm. Barak, you know, arise, Barak, and, and lead the captivity captive, uh, thou son of Abinel, Benoam. Mm-hmm. And um, then he made him that remained him have dominion over the nobles, among the people, the Lord made me have dominion over the mighty. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that's powerful because if the Lord give you that type of uh, dominion power, kingdom dominion power, that 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 authority is not going to be broken. So He sends yeah. them out with that type of authority. It says, out of Ephraim was the root of them against Amalek. After thee, Benjamin. Among thy people, out of Micah, come down, mm-hmm. governors, and out of Zebulun, they had handled the pen of the writer. So I guess uh, Zebulun was recording or scribing. They were recording mm-hmm. the acts. And the princes of Issachar were with Deborah, even Issachar, and also Barak. He is yeah. uh, the seer of the times, right? He went. He was sent on foot into the valley for divisions of Reuben. There were great mm-hmm. thoughts of heart. So why abode uh, thou among the sheepfolds to hear the bleeding of the flocks? For the mm-hmm. division of Reuben, there was great searching of heart. And Gilead abode beyond Jordan. Why did Dan remained in ships. Asher mm-hmm. continued on the seashore and abode in, in his breaches. And we have that a lot of times. Um, one is going this way, another one's going that way. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, people just can't seem to come together in one common mind and acceptance of the, the will of God and his word. You know, mm-hmm. and and that's a, a challenge. Um, 
to do that. And one will be over on the other side fishing and another one is on the other side, you know, <laughs> uh, it's it's a challenge. Zebulun and Nephtali were a people that jeoparded their lives unto the death in the high places of the field. Now, the kings came and fought, then fought the kings of Canaan in uh, Tanuk by the water of Megiddo. They took no gain of money. That, now, this is this is showing that God is at work here in 20. They fought from the heavens because, you know, they didn't have any airplane, airplanes at that time. The stores in their course fought against Sisera, okay? They, they didn't, what, you know, we can leave that to... Uh, look at it in many ways, but we can just simply say that they didn't have airplanes. They didn't have all these things that we have now to fight wars, mm-hmm. you know, in the sky. Um, sure. Then it t- talks about the river of Kishon swept them away. So God is working with them. That ancient mm-hmm. river, the river of Kishon, oh my soul, thou hast trodden them down. So God is also working on their behalf as well. Then were the mm-hmm. horse was broken by many of the princes, the princes of the mighty ones. So they were not able to uh, uh, stand um, against Israel because God is working as well in all of this. You want to, because remember, uh, you know, horseshoes didn't come into place until later on. But but go ahead and share your thoughts on some of these things. Because the power of God was moving. They had God with them. When God's presence is with you, can't nothing override God. And God's not limited. He can make the oceans move. He can make, when they say they fought with heaven, that's the power of God. They have the power of God. It was God's power come down from heaven to give them victory. You know, you said that the others had weapons and they didn't. But yet they won the battle. But, you know, they willingly, it's a difference. You have to pray for your spirit to always be in line with God. And that no matter what God tells you, you won't debate in your thoughts. You'll move as quickly as God says by the spirit of God. And he said some of them were they're having thoughts. They didn't move because they were still in their thoughts. Should I go or should not this? You know, whatever thought. But when this, if your spirit is in line with God, and you have to pray daily for yourself, like Donna says, he told her, awake. He wasn't awakening her. The, the spirit man has to be woken first, and it moves the body into action. God moves by the spirit, because he said you must serve him in spirit and truth. So he had to wake her up and the people. And then when she woke up, because she was that prophetess of that nation at that time, she spoke, she had to wake up, hear what God said, and say it. He gave the king authority. He was moved by the spirit of God. God already told him, she says, why have you not? When God had told him to go. And then it says, those that heard her speak by authority, 
she had authority. But I, if God speaks my authority, I have to submit myself under that authority. And that's free will. Sometimes God has told us to do something, and we are too in debate and missing God because we are afraid to submit or go under that 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 uh, authority. But those that know the Spirit and are willing to serve, he said, serve him in spirit and truth, will move as soon as God says. And then here comes the angel of the Lord telling Israel, the other Israelites, why did you stay in the ship? Why was there so much division? Why were you in thought? Then comes God curses. He curses the enemy. <laughs> you can be an enemy of God. He said those that, uh, 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 <laughs> he lays it out all the time. Jesus started it way back. He said when they he did his miracle, and they came and they told him, he said, um, your mother is out there. And he told them, those that do the will of my father, those that do the will of my father, they were his family. So the same, the, the, you know, here's God, and there's so much he was trying to do and give to his people and the victory. Why did not the other Israelites help them? And sometimes we wonder, why is God's people, say, and the world sometimes says it too, why God? They say they know God. How come we don't see the power of God? Where's that God? But if we would hear what God says and act when God says, we'd see much power of God on the earth in unity. Yeah. But it's not intergender. It won't be personalities. The devil didn't have a personality, she, and they didn't. They all submitted to that a, a, a dominion when God gave it. It was the dominion. It had nothing to do with Deborah. It had to do with the, the spirit of God, the dominion. She was just a vessel. Amen. And and she was just um, praising him for allowing, you know, for him allowing her to and her husband to be used. Uh, yeah. She was praising him for what, you know, how Deborah uh, was used, uh, jail was used, sorry. So we know that she wasn't uh, trying to take credit for herself, as uh, some people have written in commentaries, like uh, as though that she was trying to be uh, exalting herself. Um, but again, this is written by Deborah and Barack, and it says it says plainly at the beginning, if it, if it was not... Um, if it was for herself, I don't think it would have been written this way. But it says, then sang Deborah and Barak, the son of Abinam, on that day, saying, Praise ye the Lord for the avenging of Israel when the people willingly offer themselves. So obviously it is a praise unto God 
A hallelujah to the Lord for what he has done uh, for them. Uh, they're just a Baruch Adonai, Adam Hosan, and and so they they are praising him. But um, a lot of people are looking at this as though that she's taking glory for herself. But no, Deborah is praising the Lord for what he did, and she's pronouncing the acts uh, of God that came forth from it. And she spoke it into being, and it is if it's just as as um, Mary, the mother of Jesus, as she said, you know. Uh, she was thankful for, for, for being considered as a bond servant of the Lord. Yeah. And when we go into the root of the word, a bond servant of the Lord, she was given praise that he had considered her humble estate, you know. And and so Deborah is here and she's given praise, uh, uh, Deborah and the husband, uh, Barack, uh, for allowing them to be used for his glory. And she's also glorifying the acts that he performed in the earth to get them to the point of uh, of uh, being uh, victorious over yeah. the enemy of Yah Israel. Yeah. Yeah. So this, this is a wonderful um, book and a, a, a nice. Now, how she was strange was again is because she was a, she was a woman sitting by a palm tree judging uh-huh. Israel. <laughs> and uh, I know a lot of people are offended by that, but there's many women of the Bible that was used unto the glory of God. And uh, I'm sure as time goes, we're going to continue to uh, share uh, those women of the Bible, especially the hidden ones that are not uh-huh. often spoken of um, so uh-huh. that um that people can wake up and know that God can use women for mm-hmm. his unto his glory. Not only that, uh, but to to uh, bring awareness that, that there were women in the Bible that were used. And for the women to be encouraged that if God has called you to go forth to fulfill his will, wake up, awake, awake, women of God. The travailing mm-hmm. and uh, women of Zion. Where are you? You know, mm-hmm. when I was growing up, the women were would lay down at the altar and seek the Lord. They would be in travail, you know, saying, "Lord, mm-hmm. Lord, where are you?" <laughs> you know, and and we need uh, those travailing women in this hour to wake up, mm-hmm. uh, wake up. And it was three times, wake up. And I'm saying also to the body of Christ is you are the bride of Jesus Christ. This is an hour for us to wake up and seek the Lord. Um, You know, it's it's good for us to come together, but it's not anything like the mountaintop experience. Um, We can see things happen, like Moses, when he went up to visit the, the Lord, in his 40 days, he came down and he was shown forth, you see. There's nothing like that. But I'm saying, not saying that we forsake, forsake fellowship, okay, um, because we have our fellowship time as well. But I'm saying that we we must be able to spend time with the Lord individually to seek him for revelation, such as Deborah did. Such as Deborah did. You cannot sit. 
and judge Israel, uh, an entire nation, without seeking the Lord for revelation. You cannot. And we know that she was burdened with deliverance of Israel, and the Lord gave her that prophetic utterance that was needed to deliver Israel. Body of Christ, where are you in this hour? Um, Minister Belinda, can you share your final words with the body of Christ uh, regarding um, our topic for today on Deborah or whatever the Lord has put up on your heart to deliver to the body of Christ in this hour? I, I, I speak to God. People, do not limit God. Do not stay in your traditions and hear what the, the Spirit of God is saying to the church by his word, and that if we don't willingly, we have to seek God for ourselves, because he said, pick up your cross and deny yourself. Your pastor cannot work out your salvation. You have to. He is a vessel of God to preach the word, to enhance you and help you, but he's not responsible for your work, your walk, you know, and to be willing to hear God, to seek him. God's not lost. He said those that hunger and thirst after him will be fed. So you have to thirst after God. You got to hunger after him more than anything in this universe. If the answers come from heaven, there's no other place that you're going to have to get them is praying to God. And then when he gives you an answer, you have to follow it. And then you have to willingly Get your your spirit to be willingly before God. If he has to break you, if he has to cut away stuff, you won't have victory unless you're willingly before God and honestly wanting to do what he says. And you'll see, sometimes people say, well, my prayers are not getting answered. Are you praising God? Are you seeking God? Are you following his word to the letter, to what the spirit tells you? Are you being faithful? If it don't come in a month, will you willingly still trust God beyond that month? Works with, a faith without works is dead to God. It has to be put in action. That the tools are in the word of God to access the heavens. Sometimes it's merely obedience. Getting the word and following it. Deborah got the word. She pronounced what God said. The king followed it and all the rest. He was gave a dominion. They subject themselves to that dominion. They followed through and God gave them victory. It didn't depend on what kind of weapons their enemy had. It didn't depend on their, their power or their knowledge. It depended solely on the spirit of God. The waters moved by God. The heavens move by God. He's the same God he was yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He can move the heavens for you. He can move. He's still part of the Red Sea. That's a symbolic thing. They were in danger. Pharaoh had a mighty army. They left on little, the stuff that they had. But God parted that sea to let his people through. 
The same God that did that yesterday is still the same God now, but he will not move out of his word. We have to have the access through the word of God, through Jesus Christ is the door. And beyond that door is miracles, all of it, healings, all of it. This is just an example of God and his glory. And we as a people need to stop trying to interpret this in our own flesh and accept God's word as it is. And when they went to battle, they killed Evan as one of them. Not one man was left but the king, and his, his destiny was already sealed. Now that, God did that. If you're in a situation and you're there by fear and you're not accessing the, 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 the power of God, there's no fear in God. He said it's through him. It's not by might, but by the spirit of God. It is not by might. You can't access nothing in your flesh. You can't overcome nothing. But God is greater than the flesh, the mind, all of it. I give honor to God's word. And Donna says, when we read, it brings back a memory. As we soak in the word of God, as we bask in the word of God, as we eat the word of God, we bring in God as reminding us. Remember when I parted the sea for you. Remember when they came against you in all kinds of obstacles. Man said, no, you can't have this. But God said, what doors I open, no man can close. I bear witness to it. I've had more seas open up to me. I've had doors open up to me that man tried to lock. God says, stand back. Do not fret. Do not get upset. I go before you. The doors were open, and they had to turn around in their natural selves. Oh, I don't know how that happened. You won't because you're blind. Mm. And yes, our mortal bodies will tell you to sit down. But thank God the Spirit of God is greater than our mortal, mortal bodies. He'll say, wake, wake, wake up. It's time to see. Time to get up and follow me. And that's all I got to say, Sister Donna. I thank God for the Deborahs. I thank God for all of them, the children, the men, all of them. But the only thing I'm thanking God for is that they were willing to hear and do. Jesus was the ultimate willing to hear and do no matter what. And because of his uh, willingness, because of his faithfulness, because of his willing to surrender his will to God, we are saved. Amen. Amen. You know, um, all I all I want to say to the body of Christ now is is that we really need to search our hearts. Allow the Holy Spirit to search our hearts 
in this hour to know where we really are with God. Um, a lot of times in, in these type of stages where we are dealing with systems of darkness, we tend to waver backwards and forwards. And we need to know where we really stand and stay, you know, remain steadfast, immovable, and abiding in the will of God. Not our own will, not our own uh, desires, not our own um, uh, purposes in life, but we need to understand what does God have for us and have ordained for us in this hour. What is his kingdom mandate for us? Because once we align with that, then we will begin to move in the direction God has assigned us to be in. But as long as we're just moving to and fro, we can end up in the situation as the children of Israel did in the book of Judges. They were wandering, and they ended up in uh, places where he, they began to be in bondage to systems that were not truly of God, and they lost the, the, the thought process of God. Uh, I mean, you know, we look at Gideon, uh, Gideon's time, his father had a... a uh, bow uh, image resurrected. He had a bow altar resurrected, and they were they were beginning to worship a different system. But yet they knew of the God of Israel. But that is where we have to make a clear distinction: Are we truly worshiping the God of Israel the way that He has ordained it, or are we going after a path of the way that we have been trained, and not really following after the will of God and falling into crisis? Earthly, the world is full of crisis because we may not be following and worshiping the one and true and living God the way that he ordained it. And the only way we can discover it is to go back into the root, the very basics of the word of God. And read, if we just read the red writing of what Jesus said, it will open us up to understand this is the kingdom of God. This is the kingdom of darkness. Body of Christ, again, God told Deborah, awake, 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 Deborah. Body of Christ, awake, awake, awake. We are sleeping in a time where we are supposed to be producing the acts of God in the earth. We are sleeping. Let us wake up and let us come together and do the will of God in the earth. In Jesus' mighty name. And if there is anyone out there that you have not come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this is a good time to do it. This is a good time to say, I give myself to you to be my Lord and Savior. Prune and shape me, mold me into your likeness. I want to receive you, and I want to be born again that I can inherit the kingdom of God and let the Lord work on you because that's the only way he said, draw nigh to me and I will draw nigh to you. He's, he's not going 
to go against his word. Draw nigh to the Father, and he will draw nigh to you. Seek ye the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and He everything will be added. He will add. He will not subtract. Again, it says he will add. So it's a very basic step and a very basic process, but you have to be sincere in your heart and know that that is what you want, and the Lord will do it for you. And by all means, read the Word of God and find a place that teaches the full Word of God, not just the Scripture, but the full Word of God so you can get the clarity of God and God's will in it. And may the grace of our Lord and Savior be with everyone out there as as you choose Jesus Christ as your Savior. Uh, Minister Belinda, can I please ask for you to pray for the body of Christ um, and for those that do not know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior to receive him in this hour, in Jesus' name. Yes. Lord, Father, in the name of Jesus, God. We come before the throne room in prayer, God. I pray for those that do know do not know you, God, that you will reveal yourself to them, God, that you will manifest your word in their hearts, Lord God, that you will quicken that spirit which is dead will be alive, God. We pray, Lord God, Diamasi, because God, I know that you're real, and when you touch someone, they'll know without a shadow of doubt there is a living God. So, God, in the name of Jesus. We pray, God, whether it be in dreams or visions, God. And, Lord, I pray, God, right now, Father, that those women that are know that they're called by God and are afraid, God, that you will quicken them not to be afraid, but to fear you, not man. God, that they're willing to go out in boldness, God, the boldness of you, God, and do the work that you call them to do, God. You said whom you call. You qualify. God, it's not man that calls nobody. It is the spirit of God that calls. Some have been called from their mother's womb, God. Let them acknowledge, God, what you've been putting in their heart, God. For God, there's nothing that you can't, that you lose that God cannot replace. God is to honor you above all things, God. Though so you are the creator, God, of everything on this earth, God. And when judgment day comes, God, there will be no standing, God, with two people have to give an account for themselves, Father. God, I pray, God, that you are, and those that know God, I pray, God, for a boldness in you. Not in flesh, but a boldness in the spirit of God to proclaim, proclaim the gospel that in them, Lord God, and they will preach nothing but the word of God and all its content, God. I pray, God, that there be a shaking in people, God, that you said, God, if the tree is not shaken, they'll remain the same, God. I pray, God, that you, you alone, God, will come, God, that you'll you said if we lift you up, you draw all men unto you, God. 
according to your will, God. It's about your will, Father, Lord Jesus, the will of God for each individual's life. God, you know the hair on the head is numbered, God. You know the essence of them because you created them, Lord, Father. In the name of Jesus, God, I pray, God, that every lie that has been told to individual that has cut and destroyed, God, that you, you said if one, one is lost, God, that you, and you said, well, unto the shepherds that scatter your sheep. So God, gather them and heal them, God. Bring them up. Establish them, God. Your word, God, that they will lift their hands up. Those that the hands have been put down, God, lift them back up, God, and let them have a stronger a stronger walk in you, God. Let him proclaim the glory of God, Father. Not the glory of man, but my God is alive today. Those God that are called by your name that are sick, God. Deliver them out of the bed. Heal the hearts, Lord God, that are, are, are broken, God. Heal them now, Lord. Father, let's rise up to the sick bed, God. Let them rise, God. Lord, deliver me. Shit. And my Lord delivered on drugs, God. Rise them up, God. Rise them up, God. That it was custom for living. God came in this drug house and delivered those that are God, all your people, Father. We pray according to thy will. If you are able to send an army in and deliver the people out, you're not. God. You are. Oh God. And we speak that the Bible in some areas where they're dangerous guns. God. There are kings and princesses and devils. Those that are in the prostitution and traffic. Deliver them out. You can open up the door. You did it for that man, God. Those God that have committed murder, God, you raised up men and women, even though they had committed murder, God. You delivered them out, Father. Power, God, because we believe in the power of the living God. Father, you said believe in the word. And those that are sitting in there in bondage, God, break them. Break every chain that's on them, God. Every chain of the devil, God. We curse the darkness. You said, God, when even two, one more touching. God, we're hearing what you're saying. And those that God are in their places of darkness, they come out and hear and obey God. you to do Obey God. Consequences and surroundings. If you stay in darkness and in bondage, you have to let God break you out. Trust God for the end and the beginning. 
In the name of Jesus, God, let your word prevail, God, that is mighty. You said you come to set the captives free, God. You brokenhearted, God. I don't care what the words of the devil tell you. You don't know what I've been through. God does. That's a warm, a worldly bondage that the devil deceives you. There's nothing God cannot fix. He can fix your mind. He can fix everything in you. If he raised up a man that was lame for 30 something years, he can raise you up. God, I pray for your people, God. I pray, God, that you start waking them up. They'll hear the voice of the Lord. Wake up, wake up in the name of Jesus. God, that you will make their bodies strong, God, for the spirit man can, shall be made strong. God, let them be revived, God, in you. The real revival is in God and in the power of God. But it's the willingness to say, Lord, here I am. God, here I am, Lord, in need of you, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we call it done. In the name of Jesus, God. In the name of Jesus. Amen, Lord. Amen. Amen. Uh, you know, um, Minister Belinda, as you were praying, I'm seeing a, a person that's hanging on by a rope with yes. one arm and thinking that they're not going to make it because uh, they feel like that they have uh, slipped and they they only have this one arm hanging on trying to survive now. So um, we're going to pray for them and ask the Lord to deliver them and that he would yes. set a solid, a solid rock up under them in Jesus' mighty name, that they will not fall. That they, Heavenly Father, we come before your throne of grace, and we're asking right now in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, oh Lord, that you would just put that rock, that foundational rock, oh Father. You are the rock, the cornerstone. We ask, oh Lord, that you would surface up underneath them, God, that they will not slip, that they will not slumber. I pray that their feet will be like the hind's feet of a deer, oh Father, that they will not fall. I pray, oh Lord, as you surface beneath them, oh Lord, the foundation I lift him before you for your throne of grace and your mercy and your compassion that faileth not oh God let them not cross over, oh Father, in the mighty name of Yahshua. Oh, I'm going to be a little bit of 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 a little bit of
We set them before your throne, O God. Oh, Father, you are moving God. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Your rule and reign surface the earth, O God. We ask that you come down and put that rain over his over his vessel in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We break those soul ties. We break every spiritual tie of darkness. We break every bodily tie out in the mighty name of Yahshua. We decree healing over his soul in the mighty name of Yahshua. We decree it to said by your word to decree a thing as though that it is established in the earth to set him free, to set him forth unto your glory. In the mighty name of Yahshua Hamashiach, let it be so. As we say, Amen. Sunday, Sunday, Bahasso, Lord. Hande Bahasso, in the name of Jesus. Krebra, Dede, Andananai, Sunday, and Mahandarim and Mapa. Handarim and Mosa, the Demikoshandai. Oh, my God, in the name of Jesus. God, you be the light in his pathway, God. Block any dark pathways, God. But you be the light, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ. Nazareth. And, Lord, we call it done in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Well, Amen. And, and we do have a... Lord, I pray you. Mother, in the name of Jesus, God, I pray, God, God, that you will raise her up. I pray, God, for God, I pray, Lord God, that you will comfort her heart, and she will not fear, but God, she will raise up in power and proclaim the victory over her son. God, take her into a higher realm and a deeper depth in you, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Behave, 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 in the high on the Mahosha, Bahande, 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 Hete Mahanda, Bahosha, die in the name of Jesus, Bahande, Bahande, Bahado, in the name of Jesus. I do not know what this means, but God said to the mother, Behave, behave, behave. I'm going to call whatever that revelation, mm-hmm. uh, leave that boy on the altar, don't try to pick him up. If God says do certain things and your heart don't, it's going to hurt your heart. God said, let it hurt your heart, but obey me and trust me. God said, I know the end and the beginning. And if you still have a heart in my Sunday, if you want me to work, 
Get your hand off of it. I am Lord and God. I created you. I created the heavens, and I gave that boy to you. God said, trust me and praise me, even when you see things that are crazy. He said, walk through your house like you do and pray. But he says, now it's time to pray with praises and not be sorrowful. Lift up your hand and your voice to me and praise me. God of the living, in the name of Jesus, God said, walk and tread over these things. Bring my word out and tread over it. Take authority by my word, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Um, we do have one caller on the line with us. I'm going to open the line if you have anything, um, insights you would like to share, uh, any comments, any prayer requests, feel free to do so now. Please state your name and where you're calling from. If you choose to remain anonymous, feel free to do so. Um, caller, we have open up the line. That's great. Good, good morning. Welcome to the Kingdom Mandate. Good morning. Okay. In that uh, case, uh, Minister Belinda will get ready to close out. And um, we thank God uh, for everything that he has um, given us over the topic of the day we spoke over, which is strange women of the Holy Bible. And our topic today was Prophetess Deborah, her judgment to Israel. And we thank uh, God for the lesson, and we pray that everyone that have listened in, we just want to say thank you, first of all, for listening in to um, our programming on uh, Kingdom Empowerment, Inc. Radio. And we just want to say we love all of you. We are here uh, for God, for you. And we pray that he will continue to use us, empower and equip us uh, to do so. And we ask that he will do the same for you. Go out and share the gospel of Jesus Christ as he has commanded for us to do, um, however he has ordained for you to do it. Um, we are uh, broadcasting globally, and we are uh, hoping that the Lord will continue to use us to reach out to the nations. We do have listeners in Russia we have listeners all over the world, and we, we're thankful for God for that. It's not unto our glory, but it's unto him. And bless everyone for listening in. Bless you. May the Lord God keep you in this hour, now and forevermore, in Jesus' name.
Welcome to the Kingdom Man.